Why do you wanna? Ooh, play them games on me. Why you wanna play? Why do you wanna? Ooh, hey, that's me. Hey, that's me. <laughs> that's not Chucky. Hey, that's not Chucky Booker. Okay, Chucky Booker games. I'm on my fucking '90s R&B shit. The the outro is gonna be "Keep It Coming" by Keith Sweat. Get y'all a little little groovy dance. I know you was in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know you're snapping the fingers to it, man. What the fuck is up? Damn it. I'm not supposed to curse in the first... I'll tell you why. What the fuck is up? <laughs> Shooting the shit with Sands. Y'all know who's back. I call myself the pod god. I'm a 25-year-old man calling myself the pod god. Yes, I am. It's Hunter Sands. Shooting the shit with Sands. Episode 30. I am him. He is I. My name is my fucking name, man. We back in the building, episode 30. And I don't see it, I don't see it stopping anytime soon, to be honest. I really don't. I just don't. Uh so today, so that word uh right there is why I'm recording this again on Sunday. I've recorded this podcast three times. Let me tell you what happened. First time, it was ass. I was I literally got on the mic, pissed out off a 12-hour shift from work, hadn't eaten anything. I was dead tired. The next 30 minutes was good but i said uh again i did it again i haven't done it in a lot of podcasts i've actually done good about that i'm trying to get better at that i had a problem with that in school too i used to get deducted 0.25 points for a lot of us but it wasn't a, a lot all right there's probably like four or five in a whole hour of radio fake radio that we did so i'm trying to get better on that now i keep thinking about it so it's like, uh, I, I, i'm gonna start a, a fucking uh, stuttering and shit. So here I am on Sunday. I recorded on uh, Saturday twice, but here I am. It is basically the halftime of the Eagles game. This guy, Jalen Hurts, is going off. He is going off. He is going off. He's playing very well. He's a good, he's a good young QB. We'll see what happens second year. This is going to be another situation where Chris is, I mean, the fucking text we're going to get from Chris Wilson is going to be the most audacious bullshit I've ever seen. So, just, uh, here I go again with the us. Uh, see, I'm going to think about it too much. I'm just going to talk 20th, December 20th, five days from Christmas, man, right? And I'm going to talk about what I talked about the first time I was on the pod. So, this Christmas is very odd for some people. And next week is going to be one of the, it's going to be an amazing week for me. I got my one year anniversary with Nia on December 23rd. I got Christmas Eve. We're going to open some presents and I got the heat game and it's my first Christmas with my baby girl. And it's going to be really fucking cool. We're going to be alone up here because I didn't get the day after Christmas off, which is fine. I mean, I got to work, bro. So it's going to be a fucking awesome time. Uh, this girl's a ride or die chick. So the one year anniversary is just going to be a good time. Going to take her out to a nice little restaurant, get some food, get some champagne, you know, to many more, right? To many more. Actually surprised we made it a year, not because of her or because I'm bad at relationships. I was literally repulsed in three months by my ex. (laughs) It took three months for her to repulse me. And then there you are. So yeah, man, great day. Great day today on a Sunday. Got me a Nerf hoop. Finally found one. I was like a fucking child. Went to Target to get some shit, you know. Finally found me a Nerf hoop. And when I found it, the the people were in the fucking toy aisle looking around. Oh, about the the toy aisle. Or about the the toy aisle. The non-cursing. I read a... I read a article on podcasting that sponsorships which i don't even have enough views to get a big sponsorship i have i'm getting hundreds of views per pod which is really cool close to it uh, at the beginning my views were overwhelming i was getting like 400 i don't know how that happened but i was and now i'm down to a regular 200 150 ish type audience which is great some some days it's 98 some days you get your off days you know what i mean it's just getting the product consistently out there, and then the same people go back and listen to it again, and it's high quality, right? But the first nine minutes, you're not supposed to curse because it's supposed to be family-friendly. Well, sponsorships, I'm here to tell you, I love you, and I accept you. 
but you gotta let me fucking curse. I can't live without cursing and saying, uh, okay. So some good old coffee over here. Mm. Yeah, so I was getting that nerf hoop, right? And I start celebrating. I'm I'm not kidding, guys. I've been looking for a nerf hoop for two and a half weeks. Well, actually a month probably. Went into Target and found I said, fuck you. Around these kids and their parents started dying laughing. They're like, you really wanted that, right? I was like, hell yeah. Drove home. I'm all excited and shit. Get to the house, set it up. And you know what it reminded me of after I started getting buckets on it? There was one off season. No, no, it wasn't off season. I'm lying. It was Christmas break. My mom and dad got me this arcade hoop. And if uh, Chris and Lucas, y'all know that, I know they listen to the pod. So y'all know I had that arcade hoop hoop upstairs. One year, they were running open gyms, and I played on that thing for a month. During Christmas break, we come back. I'm already graduated, right? So I just go up there, and I'm running games with the kids up there because I want to play hoop. Man, I had shot on that fucking goal so long. I was airballing from the free throw line. It was, I was Giannis Antetokounmpo, bro. Ben Wallace, all that. I'm shooting it as hard as I can, but I'm shooting it at my chin. I'm literally shooting at my chin like a Nerf hoop, fucking missing everything. It was horrible. But yeah, back to the Christmas stuff, man. Uh, I'm about to get a little mushy-gushy. I'm not going to cry and shit on the podcast. I already did before with the Black Lives Matter pod. So, I'm not a a religious guy, but I want to tell all y'all to count your blessings, man. A lot of y'all haven't been affected by the pandemic. A lot of y'all have lived, haven't really had a difference in life other than your, your blessed issues, I call them. Like, ah, I can't go to the bar and hang out with my friends. Or, man, I don't get to do all the shit I love to do for fun. Like, man, like, you have a job, you have income. I got laid off and I didn't have a job for months. And next episode that I drop, I'm actually going to talk about it because I'm. it's on my one-year anniversary. I'm going to give the Nia story, how we met, met her in high school. Uh, not really how we met, but how we got together and all that, what she's done for me. And she really, she was the reason I survived this. I know that sounds... That sounds insane, but once you hear the story, it's true. It's pure fact. Like, I could have been homeless. Uh, And I want y'all to know that maybe somebody's Christmas present isn't going to be as cool as yours. Just count your blessings, man, and know that food on somebody's table could be their gift. And that would be fucking ecstatic about it, right? Ecstatic about it. Still can't talk words when I'm being mushy-gushy. And I'm, I'm blessed to have a great group of friends. Chris was going to let me go to his Christmas. I, have, I love my parents and my grandparents. My grandparents are sending me gifts, and they have a gift in there for Nia. They have gift cards in there. Whatever I get, Nia gets. It's a really amazing thing. And not to get all social justice and stuff, it's cool to have a a girlfriend who is a mixed girl where my family doesn't 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 make a difference, you know? Doesn't even sway a little bit. Doesn't have any skepticism on her or anything like that. I fucking love that shit. And I grew up with that being normal. Some of you don't have that either. A lot of people I know that are that are black are out there trying to date white women and their parents are like, no, nah, I don't allow that shit in my household. So I just want to say, count your blessings, man. Just enjoy family. Because a lot of people out there aren't going to have gifts. And all they have is family. And all they have is company with others. Okay? So, and I, I saw the light of that right when the pandemic started. It made me think of life so differently and how I went about it. And what I took for granted, like hanging out with friends and things of that nature. So, I just wanted to get that off my chest. And that's about it. So let's awkwardly transition. And oh, talking about awkward transitions, the second half of this pod's actually pretty good. I talk about where I think I have, well, now I know I have ADD, by the way. Insane. Thought I just loved Adderall, but no. Once you actually listen to me talk, tell my story about where I know I have ADD now, it's, yeah, it's insane that I know I have ADD now. 
because my mom and dad both confirmed it in their medical professionals. My mom, former medical professional. So, oh, and it's going to be another awkward transition, like I said, to go into the second half of the pod because it's going to be like the start of the podcast on the second half is, oh, and another thing about that James Harden trade thing. So now you get an updated version of this with a uh, James Harden talk. So what I see now is rumors coming out about the Raptors and the <laughs> the Celtics saying they're going to trade Pascal Siakam and more for him, and then they're going to trade Jalen Brown and more for him. Okay. All right. We've had enough of your shit, Rockets. <laughs> Oh, you're going to give them to the Heat or the Nets, bro? <laughs> They're not giving you Ben Simmons. I mean, they will. But, like, to me, it's it's obvious. To me, it's obvious that Daryl Morey is either telling the truth that he's not trading Ben Simmons or he is playing super hardball. Playing super hardball knowing he has the best fucking trade package and he's not going to – Take no for an answer. Like, I'll just sit here and wait. Shit, y'all aren't going to deal him for Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero when I'm sitting here. You know I want James Harden badly. They know if he wants him. They know how bad he wants him for real, if he does or if he doesn't. They've obviously had calls about it, but they know Daryl Morey more than any other organization, obviously. So they know how much he respects and loves James Harden more than the public even does when he said he's the greatest uh, scorer of all time. And he's easily... And I mean easily the greatest analytics player of all time. Easily. Three free throws, layups. That's all he gets, man. So we'll see what happens there. But I will go through trade scenarios. Now, I don't do the trade machine shit. Damn, y'all see that? That was a good – without my retainer and I can – I don't got that lisp. I ain't got that my Tyson lisp. And when I swallow, I just swallow. Paw. Ugh. Pause. Jesus. When I, when I uh, you know, do that thing with my retainer that's annoying as shit to the listener, I can't imagine. So I'm going to go through it. I'm not good with the trade machine, man. Because it's like the salaries are identical, and then it'll be like, nah, it doesn't work. The salaries are off. And then, like, I'll trade three players worth, like, $3 million for James Harden. It's like, it worked. I'm like, how the fuck does this work, bro? So I, I stopped doing it. I'm just going to guesstimate. That's what I do. Y'all are over here doing serious shit. This is what my podcast is about, guesstimating, okay? So I'm going to go over James Harden's impact on a team that he went to and then or if he goes there, what he would do, who they're going to lose, how that would affect it with the Heat and the 76ers. Why is that? Because I don't think that any other team – is even in contention. I think the Nets are, but they're not trading Kyrie Irving, and that's all you can get. Unless they want to be... The, oh, and this is my explanation on why they're not going to trade to the Nets. It's not because they can't get... You're not, you're not going to get equal value for Harden, period. Let's just get that out the way. You're not getting equal value. Your best chance is Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is never going to be as good as James Harden. But he can be a best... He can be the second best player, and if he develops into what he shoulda, coulda, woulda, He's a shoulda, coulda, woulda been motherfucker, I'll tell you that. But if he develops into what he's not going to, why do I keep saying that? In a utopia, in a perfect world, Ben Simmons will eventually average 25, 8, and 8, but he won't. Then, and be a defensive player of the year candidate every year, then we're talking, right? Then you're talking equal value close to it, as good as you're going to get. Now, if they just trade to the Nets, they're giving this guy a title. Not like they're guaranteed to win, but let's be real here. KD, Kyrie, and fucking James Harden, and all you get is Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, Jared Allen, and or DeAndre Jordan. Like, what are we talking about? You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. They're very good players, but shit. Your best player on the floor is going to be Karis LeVert or John Wall? Yeah, man, you're going to be a fucking 40-win team. So I'm going to get into that. Before I do, I'm going to take a little uh, commercial break here. Okay? And I'm going to go listen to the other, the second half of the pod so I don't repeat what I say on that part of the pod, okay? 
So stick with me. This is quite unprofessional. But have we ever been a professional podcast? No, I'm just a professional podcaster. Okay, stick with me, guys. Okay, cool. Uh, I wasn't even going to think about that shit. It would have been perfect without me even going and listening to it, but I had to make sure. So I didn't record the podcast for a fourth time. Oh, I hate when I do this to myself. And I wanted a little bit more time to talk about the trade scenarios because I kind of rushed myself on the last one. So listen, Miami Heat now, by the way, that people are tweeting, they have never had James Harden shoes in the store. Right? And I know people are rolling their eyes. Here he goes. Here he goes. Here he goes. I got to take off the hoodie. It's fucking hot. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. Jesus. Wait. Wait. Sorry to go off topic. The Arkansas Razorbacks made a bowl game at 3-7. and seven. Dude. <laughs> oh, Sam Pittman. What a legend, dude. I can't wait. Like, it's just cool to see a program. Something worth watching. We're going to the Texas Bowl. Awesome. I may go if it's. If it's uh, close, may go down visit the homies. If I can get off that day, if it's on a Thursday, if it's on a Thursday, I'm definitely going. Cause then I'll I'll go down there on Wednesday, get lit, go to the game on Thursday, get lit, and then drive back on Friday. Cause I'm off Thursday Fridays. Anywho, James Harden shoes are now being sold in the Miami Heat store at the arena, and I looked. They have no Adidas-sponsored athlete on their team. None. Now, that could be fake news, and I could be falling for it. Like, if it, if it could be like Gorn Drogic or some shit. But that those little tweets like that start momentum, right? And people think it's nothing until it's something. People think people shopping for houses somewhere think it's nothing. Brady selling his home was nothing, right? And then look what happened. It was like guaranteed he was going to leave for a long time. So we'll see what happens with that. But trade scenarios, I will go over James Harden to the 76ers first, right? So let's get my blackboard here. Let's write out the lineup. I'm not going to talk about the Rockets end. I mean, I will a little bit, but they are going to fucking suck this year without James Harden. So we got Ben. We got Joe, Toby, Seth, Matisse. We're going to take out Ben, put Harden there. Now, I don't think they give away Matisse, even though he would be a piece that the Rockets would want, in my opinion. But I don't think they give away Toby or Matisse. So we're just going to stick with Ben and Picks as the trade, okay? You rarely see a player-for-player player trade, even though we saw it with Russell Westbrook and John Wall. Yes, there was a pick or two involved, but that's it. That's a player-for-player player to me in any pro sport now. In the NFL, I don't think I've ever seen – if you get an additional player to fill the void you just traded, I mean, that's a luxury in the NFL from what I've seen. So, Harden, Joe, Toby, Seth Curry, Matisse. That is a Eastern Conference final guaranteed team. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just letting y'all know. With Shake coming off the bench, let's say they they want shooting, right? You take Matisse out, put Shake in. Now, is that lineup going to get exposed defensively? Fuck yeah. Yeah, it is. And another thing that people really didn't draw, uh, bat an eye to was that P.J. Tucker, they leaked that they're open if people are interested. I think they're showing, hey – Listen, if y'all want a package with PJ and James, it's available. And you're going to compensate us because we know how good PJ Tucker is. So if they somehow get Harden and PJ, whoever gets this trade off, that would be insane. You're adding a top tier defender and corner shooter mixed with arguably the greatest score of this generation outside of Kevin Durant. Right. So I don't know, man. I think that for the 76ers, if you have the ability to make the move, you make the move. 
And I know Chris is connected to Ben Simmons. And I talk about that on the second half of the pod coming up and why I would trade Ben Simmons, but not Bam Adebayo. And I explain it to me very well. So we'll, we'll let the we'll let the pod God speak on that in the second half of the pod, right? So with this team, this is elite shooting. This is shooting at is just everywhere. You, you got to pick and roll offense is unguardable. The reason why the 76ers have offensive droughts is because their primary ball handler can't fucking shoot. And when they start playing pick and rolls, they just double down on uh, Joe and Ben's lack of aggression in some games. They're willing to back up because he's not going to score 30 because he don't want to drive. He doesn't want to eat up the space and drive. He doesn't want to do that. Or when he does, he kicks it like to a contested shot. You know what I mean? Like Toby will have a guy halfway closed out, so he'll pass it, and then Toby's got to ISO, step, and then shoot. It, it just doesn't look – I don't know. It doesn't look right. And I feel like when Harden had Capella in that pick-and-roll game, and that's fucking Clint Capella – who is still a very good player playing in Atlanta, by the way. He's a good at he wherever he goes, he's good. So yeah, I think that James Harden was a real big, just like Dwight Howard. People forget how good he was with Dwight Howard. They win that series if Dame Lillard doesn't hit that shot that made Dame Lillard who Dame is today. They win that series, in my opinion. Dwight Howard was going ham. So people think of Harden as what he's been in this analytic-based offense. Now, he would obviously still be that in Philly, but I'm saying he has a much more diverse part to his game than mid-range and things like that. He used to not be just dribble-dribble shooting shit. That's his. That's the way he plays at ISO score, but I don't know how to explain it. Like, he wasn't forcing step-back threes and shit. You know what I mean? He had a different element to his game. So, now to go... Ooh, so I'll go from start to finish. Obviously, I'm going to be more in depth with the Heat, right? So I'll start where I'll start where the Heat were in the rumors. Correct? I was like, ah, I don't believe it. Almost, you know. But I did believe it. But it didn't hit me. It didn't hit me like it should have. Like, ah, let's see. And I'm just sitting there thinking, and then weeks pass by, and then things start coming out of Woj. Yeah, Tyler Hero's a key part in the trade, and Duncan Robinson's got to be involved, apparently. Scoop B, I don't want to hear a report from Scoop B ever again. He's an idiot. He's not an idiot. I'm sorry. He's not an idiot. He's just not a source. He is an amazing book writer. He's an amazing, uh, I don't even know if this is the word, biographer. Like, he writes all those classic books for basketball, and I will give him credit. He knows what he's doing when he's writing, but that doesn't make you a source. So, my thing is, is it didn't hit me until the leaks of players that need to be involved in the trade come out. Then it comes out from legit sources, these heat sources that I follow, that they're like, yeah, the the, the Rockets are in deep talks with the Heat and the 76ers. Like, they're negotiating right now, seeing what they can get. Then the other day when I was driving to, to get Nia at our own apartment complex, so in 15 seconds, me and Chris were just talking about it in the group chat. We talked about it, but we didn't talk about it, talk about it, until it kept being two weeks of these rumors to our teams. And I drive, and in 10 seconds, something hit me in my body. And I was like, bro, we just took the Lakers six games with our second best and third best player being hurt. In the first game of the fi- first two, three games of the finals. Hmm. We have a top 15 player in Bam Adebayo. And if he's not in your top 15, he's around there, correct? We have a top 10 player in Jimmy Butler. At worst, he's 11 or 12 on your list, correct? And then we'd have a top 7, 5 player. He's mostly in people's top fives. I don't think he was in mine on my list. That is a finals appearance to me. I'm sorry. We have people to guard Kyrie. Bam can guard everybody. I'm not saying he's going to clamp Kyrie, but he would be the primary defender on uh, Kevin Durant. 
and that'd be fun to watch. We've seen what we do to Giannis. I am not worried about the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to do the same shit they did last year. And he just extended there. So he's off the table for the Heat, obviously, which sucks. I really did want Giannis. I don't think he's a shitty player or anything. I just think we have a, his number. Like, he's not going to learn how to shoot for another two or three years, probably. So we're talking the lineup for the Heat, which I think we're going to lose Duncan and Hero and Andre Iguodala, right? So with that Andre Iguodala trade, I think we get P.J. Tucker in return. I know that sounds crazy, but I think we do. Now, and they'll make salaries work out. I'm just trying to think of the key pieces. Like if we lose Mo Harkless or somebody, I don't give a fuck. We may have to give up Drogic as well. So our lineup would be Jimmy, James, Bam, Kelly Olenek, Fire, or Myers Leonard, and a random person at the three, right? Or the two, I don't know. It's, it's positionless basketball, guys. You know, Drogic's not going to start if we don't lose him. It'll be Mo Harkless. It'll be Avery Bradley, probably. Or it'll be some KZ Acapala that's been balling out. I know, you don't know who it is. Go look at what he did to the fucking Raptors. He's one of those guys that... It just reminded, it reminds me of what they were saying about, I'm not saying he's going to be Bam. Listen to what I'm saying. It reminds me of that shit where these, you see, when you're on, when you have a favorite team, you see these random guys on your bench that are young guys. And then some, like, with the Heat, it happens often. If you're a Spurs fan, shit like that, you develop players well, you see it. It's like a Pascal Siakam type situation, right? You just see this guy on the bench and he gets like 10 to 15 minutes some nights. And the coaches talk about how great of a young player he is. This guy, KZ Acapallo, where the fuck his name is. I don't know how to say his name. Every time he played, you just hear raving reviews about him from Spolstra. This guy's going to be, a, he's going to be a pretty good player. He's going to be a very good key piece to a team someday. That's all they talk about. And he goes out there in the preseason, he's fucking hooping. I don't know who the fuck he is. He's going to be in a key piece or some shit. My girlfriend's back. Watch, she's gonna come in here and be like, "I'm so sorry, I didn't. I interrupted your pod." No, she's downstairs. So, yeah, with the Heat, if they get them, it's gonna be a. The East is gonna be loaded if they get James Harden. Y'all ready? Three, two, one. What? See, told y'all. Damn it. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to Thank you for the chip, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. I was like, get ready. She's going to come in and interrupt the pod. I thought you were finished. <laughs> I know. I should have been finished. I had to re-record. I'm sorry. Now, guys, as she's in the background making a ton of noise, I'm so sorry. My girlfriend is so rude. Jesus Christ. This woman's insane. Get out of here, young lady. Get out of here. She'll have to piss on herself. I mean, it's a god, it's a goddamn disaster in this house. I was so uh, two minutes of bullshit on this pod. Every every time. Every time we get two minutes of some shit, don't we? Where was I even at? This is this woman. She's so fine. I keep looking at her and I just lose my train of thought. But yeah, I think that the development of players and all that shit, he's may end up being a hooper. But that would be a ch- oh, I'm I'm right back. Championship team, but boom. You can't deny that, right? And Spolter is going to make him play defense. He's going to have to pass a conditioning test. There's a lot of people that were asking why certain people weren't playing during the beginning of the year. Nah, why is he not playing? Why is James Johnson not playing? Because he didn't pass the conditioning test. The heat conditioning test is like a, a league-known thing. It's like a big deal around the league. Everybody talks about it, apparently. Like, yeah, if you go to the heat, you better fucking be in shape or you're fucked. Because you won't play. So a lot of these guys, they play preseason, and then going into the regular season, they have to pass the conditioning test, and they hadn't been taking their conditioning seriously when they're not in the training facility. So they're like, yeah, you're not going to play if you don't work hard outside of us. You know what I mean? So, I, But I think a team that's led by Jimmy Butler is going to be a hard-working team. God damn it. Get these fucking chips out of my way. Got some extra flaming Hot Cheetos. You know, fat boy going to be fat. 
I was just talking about how I want to maintain my weight. I don't know if I said that on the third, sixth, or eighth recording of the podcast, but I said I wanted to maintain with my two torn, ripped apart knees. So basically, uh, this is the end of this part of the podcast. Okay. Now there's going to be an ad break. I probably, I said an ad break last half of the pod, but here's the ad break. Okay. And then there, I'm going to get into all that shit about why I would trade Ben Simmons and not Bam Adebayo. Call it bias. I think I make great points. I think I make great points. Okay. I think I make great points. So thank y'all for listening. I had to record this 12 times. Y'all go listen to the second half of the pod. I say thank you for listening 1,200 times. Thank y'all for the support. Y'all enjoy the rest of the podcast. Yeah, and to go further in depth in that Harden thing, it's it's funny how it works with fans getting attached to players like Chris, you know? Um, To me, you can't get equal value for Harden. But the best thing they have on the market is Ben Simmons or Bam Adebayo. You know, they're talking about Tyler Hero. Uh, I think a, I think a ceiling has been put on Ben Simmons that is unfair. Even though I just said that, I think my ceiling that I put on him is unfair. I don't think he's going to reach the twenty-five point per game mark ever. Mostly in Philadelphia, I don't think he can. I don't think he will. He's not aggressive enough. But maybe think about that. Think about the team currently constructed. Oh, well, shit. Now with Houston, with John Wall, it's definitely not going to happen. But if he goes to the Rockets, I think he's going to be the same player. I guess if I was to say if John Wall was not signed there, correct, and he goes to this shitty Rockets team, which they are shitty. They're bad. They're a bad team, man. They're probably not going to make the playoffs this year unless Harden plays. Um, They're actually going to not make the playoffs. I would say Ben Simmons has a bigger role on a shit team, and he scores more points. He looks better as the primary option, which you didn't know if he was um, in Philly. Oh, oh, that was the point I missed with uh, Philly. The thing that would help them the most out of that whole ordeal would be Tobias's role being solidified as the three. So much Tobias would show up in dead ass with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons on the fucking same floor as him. He had to be the number one scorer. You know how fucking insane that is? And that is because of Joel Embiid, man. I would hate to be a Sixers fan watching that. Because you know what it is? It's the Jimmy Butler thing, but the thing is, Joel Embiid should be... Jimmy. Jimmy Butler is in the position he is. He's in. Yes, he is a skilled basketball player, but you're telling me he's as skilled as fucking Joel Embiid? Fuck no. Jimmy Butler plays 150. percent He plays every game that way. He plays harder than his opponent. He's gonna d you up. He's gonna get in your head because he talks shit. And he was scoring on LeBron. Simple shit. Fadeaway. Uh, turnaround fadeaways. Floaters. The little things. Joel Embiid is a fucking seven footer that's Euro stepping. That can he's hitting that mid range consistently now in the preseason, anyways. Dear God, if he has that eighteen to twenty footer, this league's fucked. But you say that right? I say that every year, and then he comes in the season and he has four games in a row where he scores 10, 10 to fourteen points, and he plays forty minutes, not forty, but you know thirty four to 30, 30, 30 to thirty five minutes. And you go, why? Why is it like that? Why does he do that? I don't know. I don't know why it's like that. I think Joel Embiid, to be honest with you, people try to put it on his shape and shit like that, or like his conditioning, his shape. What the fuck? <laughs> He's shaped like a human. Um, they try to put it on his conditioning. I don't think it's that. Yes, in the playoffs, he looked tired as fuck. Yeah, you would be too if you had nobody out there but a G League roster and you just came off a pandemic where you were probably smashing IG models and eating jack-in-the-box every day. But that's why the Heat are different. Um, and that's that's also like, that's me as a normal person saying that. As an NBA player, you can't let your body do that, right? And we know that. 
but there's something to his mentality as well as Ben's. I think he gets bored playing basketball. I think Joel Embiid gets bored out there. He has that thing where, call me dumb, but I have the- I have like real theories about basketball, like a dominant basketball players. That sometimes Joel, like, he sits there for two quarters or like a quarter and a half and he hasn't gotten involved yet. And I think that Doc Rivers, that's another thing. Brett Brown's gone. So their offseason acquisitions weren't just players. They're a fucking a top three, five, whatever you want to call them, GM in the league. Uh, and a, a really good coach, I think, is a little overrated, but I think he feeds his best players, and he's very star-driven because that's all he coached in his whole career is stars, and he has one fucking ring. And people think he's a great coach, but he's not. Oh, Jesus, Doc. I think he's so overrated. It's ridiculous. But, but I think he does use his star players to their advantage. I think he uses them in their strengths. And that's another thing. I think Joel would sit there and not get involved for a quarter. And he's like, ah, well, if I do get involved, I'll drop 20. I'm not going to ask for it, though. It's a t- it's close game with the fucking Hornets. It's close. We're not at home. I'm not excited to play in front of these people. Like, I truly, like, you think I'm dumb. I truly believe that's Joel just like, what do I need? I need milk. I need some bread. Like, he's just sitting there like I'm doing a fucking grocery list. Like, you'll literally see Joel, and he'll just – he's a fucking 7-2 guy, and he'll there'll be two possessions in a row. He runs to the corner. He's got, like, Cody Zeller on him. I'm like, okay, what is – is there a play right here? Is that designed? Even if it is designed, I'm sorry. You say fuck your design, Brett. I'm, I don't know. I Maybe I'm overthinking it, but I think that both teams win the trade, whoever they trade. They do. I think they do. I I don't want Bam to be traded. We win the trade there. I just think that Bam legit. If we really Bam legitimately has a a path to being the top ten players in the NBA, where I don't think Ben Simmons does. And I'm I know that Chris is listening and he's he's twiddling his thumbs and he's scratching himself right now, going, "What the fuck is Sands talking about?" But. I truly believe that Ben doesn't have a pathway there. Ben's always going to be on the cusp of that. He's going to have that Paul George cusp where, yes, in OKC, average 27 or whatever it was, 8-8, eight and eight, something like that. And it's like, damn, he's top 10, and then he drops right back down. Thing is, I think Paul George's, like, worser seasons are Ben Simmons' best seasons. Worser. Y'all like how political – or political, how, how, liter- how illiterate I am on this fucking podcast – um, but yeah, I just don't see that ceiling for Ben. I think we see his ceiling and he's, he's got, he's got 10 foot ceilings and he's six eleven. I don't know. I see 25 foot ceilings for six eleven. Bam out of bio. That's just me though. So, and I am a fan of Bam, but I try to be realistic on the pod too. Like I, I rated Bam, what, like 14 on my li- 18, 17, something like that on my list. He wasn't crazy high. Uh, I just think his potential is so high, and it, like it comes down to the uh, last uh, preseason game I just watched. We talk about Ben shoot the ball. Bam is catching and shooting mid range jumpers, wet, 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 bucketing him. Like he's not scared to do that shit. He wants to be the best player in the world, which won't happen. And if it does, then dear God, I'm wrong. Oh, whoa, what was me? I'm wrong about my the best player on my team becoming the best player in the world. Um, and I think that Ben says it, but he doesn't mean it. He's like, I want to be, I am, I want to be the best player in the world. You wanna do? So that's just my opinion on it. Uh, oh, the ADD thing. So, guys, transitioning from sports to ADD. Not a lot of sports in this podcast. Not to talk about in sports, anyways. Um, I mean, Kyrie Sage thing, weird. He's a weird motherfucker, man. And I think he's a scumbag human. Sorry to say it, man. Those reports I read, he's a scumbag. Anyways, scumbag, piece of shit. Kyrie Irving, piece of shit. Idiot, too. Saying LeBron isn't clutch, basically. 
I know that you can hit the last shot, man. Uh, and then he says he doesn't want to talk to pawns. Zen has some wildly philosophical answer to that, even though all it was was that he didn't want to talk about the LeBron thing. Because he literally said in his press conference, yeah, I don't like being asked about things I said here, things I said there. That's basically, that was his thesis statement. And then he went on to have 10 sentences of pure bullshit. And then his ending thesis statement was, yeah, I just want to have my own thoughts and not be questioned about them. So basically, I don't want to be questioned about LeBron James who just won a title. Thanks. Thanks. Fucking idiot. Anyways, that's also with the pod. I watch every goddamn press conference on YouTube. You think I'm playing. You think I'm playing. And I'm so happy. I've Y'all don't understand how far I've separated myself from sports radio. It's insane. Or uh, sports um, TV and like that shit. Sports radio to me is much less controversial and is more factual, fact-based reporting rather than the TV shit where it's like, I believe LeBron is the 10th greatest player of all time. And I stand by it. Well, you're crazy because, like, no shit. He's just saying that shit. You know what I mean? I think it's much less controversial. But ADD story. So, get to get to Baton Rouge and um, start cleaning the house and stuff. Just randomly. And Nia starts noticing things. Doesn't say anything. Then months later, coming up now, we're talking about <laughs> fucking, like, seven, eight months. Um, Nia makes a comment to me and... She goes, why do you do that the way I clean? And the way I clean was I go, so let's say we're doing like, says every if I'm if we both have off days, we just double team the cleaning, get it over with and enjoy our off day, you know, go out to eat or whatever, watch movies, shit like that. So what happened was I would start the laundry, right? I would go, put my clothes in, put the laundry detergent, open the lid, put the fabric softener, and I wouldn't start it. You know why? That's her perspective. Mine was, oh shit, the dishes. I would stop that process, go to the dishes, swear, clean half the dishes. Then, oh shit, the counter. The, oh, I'd see some dirty spots on the counter. Like, oh shit, I'll just wipe that up. Ends up being I clean the whole counter off before I finish the dishes. Go back to the dishes. Swear this out to this shit. Go back to the dishes, the ones that are clean that I just cleaned half of. I put them in the dishwasher before even finishing cleaning the other dishes. Then finish cleaning the dishes, go back, start the laundry. Shit like that, random tasks. And you can tell by my uh, some of my podcast episodes that it isn't... I thought that just how I was built. Like, I'm scatterbrained. You know, that's a word. I think when they were talking about scatterbrained people back in the day, if you look at the origin of being scatterbrained, watch this. Scatterbrained... Scatterbrained origin. Word origin. What the fuck? See, he doesn't do it. So I had this website that I got. Um, <laughs> just reading this shit. So I was just like, I had this website where I would look up origins of words or like sayings. You know, and but like being scatterbrained, I think is old people used to call people that were like had a attention de attention deficit disorders. You know, ADHD or ADD. I don't know the difference in them. I haven't looked them up or nothing. I just know I have one of them. So, and I keep saying that, but so Nia called me out on it, and I was like, ah, it's whatever. Nah, that's just how I'm wired. You know, that's just what I did. I never asked my parents about it when I was fucking younger because. And I didn't know any better when I was younger. And then I got older. And then it would look like a ploy to get Adderall, right? Because I did, I do like taking Adderall still casually. Fuck yeah. But the funny thing is, one time I took it for good. Like, I used my evil powers for good this time. And I took it and I did schoolwork. And I did amazing. I stuck to my topic. I... I did my assignments in order. I did all that. Y'all don't understand what I usually do. I go to a, let's say, random subjects, psychology assignment, right? I do, I would go, you would do it. You know, you have uh, lesson plans. 
you go a chapter, there's like six lessons. I would do two lessons and be like, oh shit, I have a journalism paper due. Go do a paragraph or finish it. Come back to the psychology. Then be like, I need to clean my room. Like it was insane. My mind was jumping place to place to place to place. And then I did the Adderall and I just did one task at a time. And it was very relieving for me. And then Nia asked me about it. That kind of made me cautious. But, you know, when it's your girl, it's just like, ah, oh, she's just she's just dogging on me, making jokes. Da, da, da. And I always thought it, but I just didn't. If I told my friends, hey, I got ADD, they'd be like, uh-huh, yeah, right. <laughs> Pass me the Addy when you get it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, when you get them 30s, let me know, bro. <laughs> I'll pay you five. So then I go to work one day. And I keep getting frustrated and frustrated about it. Uh, I, so I build displays and fill the shelves up with coffee and shit like that, obviously. Um, I have seven stores on my route that I have to do. So I'm supervising, self-supervising seven routes. Um, and I go in there and I'm building the display. And halfway through the display, I go fill the shelf one quarter of the way and then go back and like I see the shit on my cart that is to fill the display and I go oh yeah the display and I go back and forth back and forth and then a week later swear to y'all I work with my boss and I just worked how I worked and I'm asking him questions like hey you want me to do this and I'm asking him questions and he goes Hunter I don't mean to be intrusive but it may sound rude and you're not annoying me and shit because you're doing your work very well he goes uh once again, I don't know your medical stuff and all that, but do you have an, uh, an attention deficit disorder, like ADD, ADHD, something like that? And I was like, no, nah, that's just how I'm wired. That I was like, my girlfriend just asked me that the other day. <laughs> I was like, my girlfriend just asked me that the other day, and he's like, yeah, man, I, I think you might. Like, I know you're 25, and a lot of people don't realize it till later in life, mostly 90s babies and 80s babies, because now fucking 2,000 kids, they're like, uh, I'm a dinosaur and their parents start like injecting claws in them and shit. Like they'll just do whatever. You know what I mean? Um, and he's like, yeah, I think you have ADD, ADHD. And then the next couple days passed by when I was working and dude, it didn't almost bring me to tears, but it did like emotionally affect me while I was working. I was like, I can't imagine what would have happened if I would have nipped this in the bud earlier in life like and don't get me wrong it's not because i feel that that's that's not why i fell out of college twice <laughs> boy that devil's grass had me <laughs> what, the, what, what essay you say bro <laughs> essay she i'll roll that essay into a blunt right fucking now we just about an essay bitch fuck that essay i'm smoking weed that had nothing to do with that. But I think if, because uh, I was going try hard in, in school and I was getting seized. I, I had a very good GPA. Um, my first semester going try hard in school, I got a, uh, a C. I got one C and then two A's and a B. I did very good. That's very good for college, you know? And then the next semester, I, I, I'll just say it. I got all my answers from somebody and I got fucking Dean's List. I fucking pay people to do my homework and then I fucking study for the test. So it made it easier. But then, oh, let me take the retainer out. I'm going to start slurping and shit. So this is my slurp now. Probably can't even hear it. That's my slurp. Pause. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Anywho. But yeah, I just want y'all to know, I think I have ADD. I'm going to get checked out by a doctor and see what happens. Oh, oh, the, the kicker to it was I called my mom and I was like, hey, uh, I never addressed this when I was like 20 to 22, shit like that. I think I have ADD because it does explain all these sto the stories I told y'all. And she goes, yeah, I mean, yeah, you probably do. Or she's like, yeah, baby, you probably do, baby. If you don't know my mom, that's how she sounds. Yeah, baby, I mean, you know, me and your daddy, we used to think that you did, but we just thought you're a little crazy boy. And I'm like, mom, what the fuck? What are you talking about? What do you mean, other crazy boy? Fucking help my brain, woman. Wonder why I can't read and then do math at the same fucking time. A weird ADD to have my br head, bro. But yeah, so 
thought I would share that with you. A lot of stories, not a lot of sports. There's not a lot of sports to talk about. I'm sorry. I'm kind of out of tune with the NFL, man. I am. I'm out of tune with it. I've been watching it. It's just, it doesn't like stick with me like it used to, right? Um, but Bucks got a big game coming up, man. We're about to end the season going ham. Donovan Smith got hurt, so we're, we're golden. Uh, Bills just smashed the Broncos tonight, and it looks like the Packers are going to beat the Panthers by 48 points. Canelo's fighting. I'll watch it. Oh, my God, am I missing the Wonder Boy fight? Okay, guys, you know what? I'm getting out of here. The pod god is out. Enjoy. I'm going to just play another classic R&B song by Keith Sweat, and I'm going to get out of here, bro. So I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for fucking listening, man. Always, when this shit jumps off, just know that you were here. You were the OG people, right? So I think you can take pride in that just like I can. And once again, y'all think I'm playing uh, next month. Uh, when when me and my lady get our funds up, I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna I'm gonna get my fucking uh money giveaways for retweets on my podcast. So like ten retweet if ten people retweet my podcast, three people get uh twenty five dollars. If fifteen people retweet it, five or three people get fifty dollars. And then 25 retweets, I'll give three people $100. So I'm actually going to do that. I think it's good for promotion on the podcast. I'm trying to get this thing to the next level, you know, and uh, I think that could help. Money is uh, money always talks, right? And I'll see if that translates into views. And if it doesn't translate into views, then I'm probably going to stop fucking doing it. No offense. So, uh, but yeah, man, thank you all so much for supporting Love y'all always. The pod God is out. Tell your family you love them, man. Go text them right now, bro. Go text your mom and dad. Doses.